0: Welcome to the show, everyone. Today, we've got a very special guest. We've got Solutionary Lifestyles, Maj Touré. Maj, welcome on the show.
1: Sure, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Oh,
0: so happy you could come on. Now, I first uh, first drew my attention recently because we've had all of the crazy uh, gun control stuff after U- Uvalde, however, you pronounce that town in Texas, and yeah. um, subsequent things. But uh, We'll get to that. I know that's not all that Solutionary Lifestyles or Monterey is all about. So why don't you give us a brief overview of who you are and what you do?
1: I'm the founder of Black Guns Matter. We're a firearm safety and training organization. Um, We go to where it is the most homicides. We give free firearms training, conflict resolution, and de-escalation classes. Um, We deal with um, the areas where usually that is synonymous. Those areas are synonymous with areas that have the most gun control, which I know to some people, it, it sounds so crazy. The places that have more rules have more violent crime. So we go to those areas to try to inform the people that are there about the process of acquiring firearms lawfully, um, empowering them around the Second Amendment, as well as um, letting them know that all of the things that they have to do, these hoops that they have to jump through are infringements and try to get people civically engaged to, uh, overturn a lot of that legislation that is or those you know unconstitutional statutes that is um you know in their way uh, it's, it's it's very anti human rights so that's what our work was at black guns matter we still do that but uh we also engage people um in a a more holistic way w- through the solutionary center and a solutionary lifestyle whether that's health and fitness whether that's finances getting your money right getting your you know how do you how do you set up a business how, how do you structure a business um the little things like that stop the bleed classes spanish phlebotomy uh sewing homeschooling all of these things are things that we're doing at the center because you can teach somebody how to defend life but if they don't feel as if they have the equity or the value built up in their life it's almost like backwards so that's what the center does all of our classes whether it's the black guns matter firearms classes or all of those other trades and skills that I mentioned, all of those classes are made free to all, um, available to everyone because of voluntary donations. And the purpose in doing that was we just wanted people to see that the general public can decide to collectively work together voluntarily um, to finance things that help other people and help themselves without any force or coercion. And people are strengthening individuals' lives, people that they may never even meet um but they're choosing to do that and we show that collective benefit over time so it's completely voluntary donations um completely crowdfunded no tax no force no any of that stuff um and just to show that there there can be a collective of people that are working individually to defend individual rights the best types of economies are mixed economies you know what I mean when someone is Some is more philanthropic. Someone is cap, you know, free market enterprise, you know, can give room for entrepreneurial, the entrepreneurial drive to then be philanthropic um, and to give where needed voluntarily, not by force. And I keep saying that because um, it's very key. We've accepted a certain level of robbery in, in the name of taxation as if it's somehow justified because the state is doing it. So we wanted to show that communities across the nation or people and companies across the nation can choose to just say we want to support these efforts and the people that may not be um not have all of the resources right now to afford that can still learn um and and that's that's what charity is about charity is not a bad thing over over dependency is a bad thing but choosing to help and allowing people to grow their communities allowing people to learn from what you have because the classes are also the space is also available for free to people that teach a skill. So um yeah, man, that's what the Solutionary Center is about. And we hope to finish up the rest of this goal here, by the building outright, continue to show a political and social um, benefit, and then get with some really, really rich or big companies and make this scalable and show um, a financial benefit, as well as a social and political benefit. That's our, and when I say political, I don't mean a political party. I mean, just securing, expanding, and maintaining your interests. That's the definition of politics. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that our communities are secured, maintained, and expanded so we can show scalability. And then we want to take this show on the road. There needs to be a solutionary center in every major city across America.
0: Where's the solutionary center located
1: currently? In Philadelphia. Um, We're right on 29th, 1265 North 29th Street. Uh, We're right in the middle of North Philly. It's not as rough as it used to be in this particular area, but it's still (laughs) <laughs> it's still, it's still there. Um, but it's a community, man. It's where I grew up. I grew up in North Philadelphia. Um, it's a community that needs the, there's a lot of heart, a lot of grit. Just need some information and resources. It's still going to be jerks, but I, I believe that we can catch some of the younger guys before they turn into jerks and, and redirect their life. in a course, correction that um, makes them see that they want to have more out of this life. So North Philly is where most of the homicides in Philadelphia are it's the biggest, you know, part of Philadelphia. So it's the perfect place and it's where I was raised. So it's the perfect place to, to get busy.
0: Nice. I, I like what you say about kind of building the whole person and making life worth living to give them a reason to defend life. Because right. that's what it all comes back to is being able to live that full life. And mm-hmm. if your rights are taken away by the government, whether it's gun rights, whether it's money through taxation, that all reduces that quality of life bit by bit. But if you rely on each other to help build that up without the government, all the better.
1: It's 100% better. Mm -hmm. And it shows that we don't need the government. Uh, I want government to do the job of maybe protecting from foreign enemies and maybe domestic enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't need the government to tell me, uh, a young lady that learns how to braid hair, I don't need the government to tell her You have to give me some of your money for braiding hair. You have to get a braid hair. There's no chemical involved. There's no, you know what I'm saying? Because usually, and I say chemicals involved because quite naturally, someone would say, well, if they're damaged, if they're playing around with explosives or chemicals, I could somewhat understand that argument a little bit more. But I give the example of braiding hair. Like when you're braiding hair, it's literally just hands and like hair and like a comb, maybe. The government will say, in order for you to have a braiding shop, you have to give us a percentage of that money. You have to get a license to do that. And it's just like, that's the most asinine and clear example of how it's a, it's a protection racket. You know what I'm saying? And so just getting to get that, that thought process that we can do these things without the government. I want the government, I'm an extreme stream stream, and I'm becoming even more extreme to the point of not even being limited government, but I'm a limited government guy. I do think that, you know, um, having an army from to protect against the people that our government has probably been bothering for some time, but they're still kind of frustrated. And we as the citizenry are kind of like, nah, no thanks. We didn't have nothing to do with that. But you know, nonetheless, I'm, I, I believe in a military, not an overreaching or military state. I'm a gun owner. I, I understand the need for security. So
0: it's not that's unreasonable.
1: all, huh?
0: It's not unreasonable.
1: It's it's a it's and I clash with that because I believe in the human condition evolving to a point where we don't need any of this stuff. Like, nice. I I you know what I'm saying. Like, I would believe, and I'd operate on good faith in some spaces, but I'm open about. I'm a warrior in a garden, and I would rather just be gardening. You know what I'm saying? I just know that a war could kick off, and I'd rather be that warrior in the garden that has the ability to, you know, turn the war
0: in your garden.
1: Right. As opposed to just being a gardener and being completely numb to the fact and surprised and then negatively impacted by the fact that, oh shit, I might be in a war soon. Mm-hmm. You know, you okay, you're just gathering fruits and vegetables for the guys with the, you know, skills to take them. Yeah. So um, I do believe that the human condition is there, I, you know, it, or it can evolve to there, but I don't think clearly we're there right now. And I think that push back from that by just speaking more of that into existence yo i love i love the personal protection i love the ability to defend but i love my family and joy and happiness and like growing fruits and vegetables and eating a good meal and seeing the babies grow and sharing and learning stuff i love that way more than personal protection i love writing i love reading i love that way more than like going to the gym you know what i'm saying and so um You got all of the other things, the skill sets to be on point if if it need be. But, you know, I I, I believe that. So I'm saying that to say I believe in I understand that the human condition can go there. But I I know that this state has done some fucked up things to people and other nations for some time now. And geopolitics is like the street. They don't care if you got this shit together. If you got issues with me two years ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago, 20 years ago, and our government still got issues with you. Some of your people on your team, and that might be civilians, might get their head blown off, as an example, because you blew off some of our babies' heads. So I yeah. understand security, and that's all I really need government to do. But the problem with doing that is now they start looking, you support them with a strong military, and now they start looking for more territory to conquer.
0: Exactly. And that way, it seems it seems almost regressive. The more energy you put into preventing, you think, these problems the more it creates because eventually, like you say, they go out looking for more problems because then that gives them a reason to keep existing.
1: Right. As opposed to just going like, yo, man, we got it. And let's just focus on what we got right here and build strong borders and boundaries around don't fuck with us. And then start also going, hey, man, we kind of fucked with y'all for a little while. We need to step back. We need to be out of your space. And we need to respectfully just fall back, you know, Right. People's egos and shit. And the, the, like you said, the justification of the job, bro, the infrastructure in America, when you travel abroad and you see Japan looks like light years ahead of America and certain bullet
0: trains and everything. Yeah.
1: Right. we All of those guys that are doing those other jobs, let's put them on like bullet getting bullet trains in America, you know, or insert whatever thing that could evolve the human condition, mm-hmm. you know, tesla nikolo tesla was a, a, a serbian genius that created so many things anti-war machines all of these different things that i would love for us to you know put our energy into like um you know give him more of an option okay people are saying electric cars but okay what happened when the the uh the battery goes out and you got to have the minds with these people dying to like create the resources to make the battery somebody should put their brain on you know, I saw the guy that got murdered in um, bu- Buffalo was working on a, 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 a combustion engine for cars that ran on water, you know? So like, these are the types of things that I think that the human condition would be served by going in that direction, as opposed to just like bullets and bandages. But again, we where we at, so I'm not going to be the only person in the room without a fucking gun, wow, you know? That's true. that's true. So it's just a balance. It's a tricky balance, but I I, I want to speak more existence into... Um, us evolving and love and light and all that other type of stuff while being prepared but i do think that we can get there and i'm hopeful that we do
0: i think that's a key to preaching the voluntary action and showing it is that people can see that there is a better path and that it works and then yep. hopefully more of them will choose that path themselves
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah 100 if you show somebody yo man I don't hustle heroin anymore. If you still want to hustle heroin, you can. However, I'm doing this business right here and it's 70% of the money that you make from heroin, but I have zero risk in going to jail or getting murdered. Do you take that 30% price, you know, pay cut? Yes. And it's like, it, it got to be comparable. It may not be the exact, but if you're showing them comparable and or better, oh, all day, every day, they're going to go with the new wave. Because there's, there's a, again, there's a social benefit. I don't got to look over my shoulder all the time. Yeah, which is exhausting. And it's crazy because people that say like, oh, guys that sell drugs, they take the easy way out. And it's like, man, you never sold drugs. Like that's not, that's, that's a 24 hour job. It's
0: probably the only way they can see. And that's why they're taking.
1: Right. So, you know, um, yeah, I just, just presenting somebody something different as an option again, and going back to the center, showing people like, yo, we could do this. We could do this. We could, we could help the community. We could, Make a good way, a good living for ourselves while um, respecting other people's rights, while educating people and being cool. Like, like there's, there's no better for me. There's, 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 there's no other selling point that I would need. So wait, I can make a good way living for myself. I can help people. People are proud of what I do. I meet so many interesting people. I talk about the stuff that I want to talk about. We are pushing the liberty movement. We get in urban America, waking up. Like I don't even know. But Where's the downside? Nobody. Where's the downside? Right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, but yeah, like you said, man, it's just people come around. Just gotta stay consistent.
0: Yeah. Now, turning more to the the gun control thing, I've seen some of the leftist progressives on Twitter, especially, saying things like oh, if if Black people got guns, then they'd pass gun control right away because all those Republicans are just racist or whatever they say. But I remember Mm -hmm. I saw a tweet from you challenging that uh, directly where you said, you know, let's let's just get some money and start buying people guns and see what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm actually working on that now. I got it pulled up on my laptop right there. Um, I'm going to create a $10 million fund. Um, and all just like we gave away six hundred thousand um, dollars, anybody that wants to be a part of it, any beginner, first time gun buyer that takes classes and then wants to train, we're gonna pay for their guns. They go, I mean, it's not a straw purchase because the money is earmarked for their firearms, um, and we're just gonna do it that way. And and you could use the money to purchase a firearm. We might do something where like they they buy it and then we reimburse them just so no one says, tries to hit us with the you're doing straw purchases type thing. Mm. But um, yeah, th- it's not true, first and foremost. Like when people are saying that the Democrats are actually the people that have pushed more gun control than anybody. Gun control was started to make sure that black people didn't have the means to defend themselves. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's so many layers to that level of bigotry. I mean, I, everybody has been tweeting it and Joy Behar said it on The View and it's like, then you'll get gun control. It's like, okay, cool. So, are you in support of the Black people arming themselves, or do you still think that Black people like you people you're calling racist? Do you think that Black people should not have the means? Like, if all of the Black people, like we've been having Black people buy guns in record numbers over the last few years, mm-hmm. that's because of- <laughs> yeah. Black guns matter. Mm-hmm. Now, the irony is it just exposes the reality that it's kind of true. The, the, gu- the, you know, the, New gun control is being spoken on and the legislation and the type being cast right now is a joint effort between Republicans and Democrats
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know after saying, oh, it's about the shooting, okay, you're banning armored you know new York state New York is banning armored you know the, the uh, armored vests yeah,
0: bulletproof vests
1: bullets, that doesn't make sense. they don't shoot anything yeah. you know so it's 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 an indication that. what i said to people for years now all gun control is racist and any that is the fact and any of the politicians that are actually pushing for more of it are supporting the racist practice of gun control Mm -hmm. and so when people like that on the left say that i heard plies say it the hip-hop artists and it's like you guys say these things and i have questions okay so if black people start buying guns do you now think that the government should come in and take those guns from those Black people after the gun control is passed or your attempt to ask for gun control?
0: Yeah, the cops that you also think are racist, how do you right. think that's going to go?
1: How does that go? They're going to come from areas where, like, come on. And the other thing is, okay, are you saying it to be intellectually consistent? Are you also saying because the police are racist, you know, and you're in that view? And I do believe there's systemic issues. I, I believe that. But however, if they extremely believe that, okay, cool. So are we making police? um, They can't have firearms either, right? Because you just said they were racist dudes. So you're advocating for just them to have the firearms after you just said they should be defunded? And if they're racist and they should be defunded, why are they the only people consistently saying, yeah, we should give them the guns? Here's the other thing. Okay, what about the Black people that you say you're our allies? We're buying record amounts the firearms if if this gun control utopia that you feel like you want to push for the legislation legislation gets through do you want the police to come take those black people's firearms with guns you want them to take their private property these are all questions that the soft bigotry that they have they don't it's such a knee-jerk reaction that they don't even think about it as a human right they think about it as i want what i it's it's really like it's a it's a narcissistic approach to life. I don't study about firearms, don't know anything about them, couldn't pick an AR from a bike, but I believe that these so-called weapons of war should not be on our streets. And because of that, it doesn't matter what anyone believes in, their rights, the founding documents, the, the fact that I'm advocating for a racist practice while I'm saying I'm an ally of black people, The level of narcissism in those and that lack of thought process is astounding. It's astounding. You didn't even ask Black people how they feel about gun ownership.
0: And they don't don't even think about it. it. It's just, I don't like this, so you can't have it.
1: I am the white savior and everything that I'm saying is 100% right. Malcolm X said this about the white liberals standing there 70 years ago. So, and I say white liberal because... There's a different level of we. Anyone that pretends like America has not had race his racist history, look, bro. We got we adults. We, we got to stop the bullshit. Like we're not saying that it's where it was, nor are we saying it's where yeah, it like, should be. But like, it's come on, history. like it's a, thing. and so I say white liberal for that reason is a different level of fucking arrogance and goddamn white is right, and a person that is not conserving their. St- thought or their thought being led by liberty and what is the liberty in this moment right a person that's not conserving their thought and listening first to really objective that that is in alignment with a so-called conservative view you're supposed to be conservative in your actions and think before you speak measure twice cut once as opposed to being so-called liberal with it and just whatever right that and, and i get liberal in the the, the the classic sense of liberty but that's not what they are they're not even progressives they're regressives they're yeah. regress they're just masters of repurposing terms movements and uh you know like symbols they're very good at that so saying this to say mm-hmm. when i say a white liberal it's not to diss white folk in general There's mm-hmm. just a certain level of delusion that has been bred into the, the, the regressive that I haven't seen anywhere else, you know, especially in America, it's like a, it's extra entitlement. It's like super entitled, you know? And so these questions that they don't even think about, the reason why we've been successful as an organization, as well as me individually, when I have discussions and or debates and conversations with these guys, it's just very simple breakdowns. Very simple. Okay. I have guns. You guys know that I have guns. I'm agreeing that I am not going to give my firearms up when this legislation is presented. And I'm not the bad guy. I'm also not going to go outside and rob, rape, kill, plunder, steal. Not going to do any of that. I do not initiate any act of aggression towards any being. Now, you get the legislation that you want as the white liberal gun control advocate. What do you think should happen to my guns? Then they have to say, well, you have to turn them in. I've already agreed that I'm not turning them in because they're my private private, and pro- property. Mm-hmm. Don't want to. They don't represent, even if I kept them in the safe for the rest of my life, I don't want to turn them in. I just don't want to. So what do you advocate that happens to me? And remember, you're supposed to be my ally. So what would you like to happen? Do you want to call the police on me? The same police that you say are completely racist that kill black men as soon as they show up on site, leave it up to your story. So that's the group that you want to call on me because of my individual right. To exercise a fundamental human right, and you want me to not have the property that's associated with that human right to self-defense. When you ask the right questions, the liberal has no answer.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you know? because they haven't, like, they haven't really thought about it. They're driven, from what I've seen, by mostly emotion, and that's why things like the Uvalde shooting get them so up in arms because it is so emotionally charged. These kids mm-hmm. are dying. And so right. they don't think about it. They just run with, well, it was a gun. So we've got to get rid of guns. And they and don't they have think about
1: that. Right. It's the silliest shit in the universe. But how I've been successful is just to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And listen, I still think you're my brother. I still think you're my sister. I think your viewpoint and your outlook is missing a lot. And again, OK, I'll give up all of my firearms. I'll give them all up. I'll de- I, said, I said this before. I made a video about it. I'll, put, I'll take them in my backyard and I'll destroy all of them. Every single one of them. If all of the legislation that you present, the police and the politicians that write it are subject to the same rules.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I'll destroy every single one of them. I'll run the risk of a criminal killing me if the police and the politicians that write the legislation run that risk with me. Yeah,
0: and that, that seems more fair than anything. But, but so often, not just this, so often government in general, it's not about fairness. It's about laws Control. that target one group of people, and it's never the politicians.
1: <laughs> and, if, and if you, as the politician, can't see the, the balance of fairness in that, hmm yeah. Then you're, or if you choose to see it and then act like you're special, now you now it's not equal protection under the law. Mm-hmm. Now it's not about the equality that you say you're about.
0: Yeah. So it's two speaking. classes,
1: right? Now we get into classism. Now we getting into you know, but to me, where I excel is to non, you know, dispassionately, non-argumentatively, non-judgmentally, just ask simple questions and let the person give the answer. Why is your life more valuable than mine? Well, we couldn't have the police not have a firearm because the criminals wouldn't turn their guns in. Exactly my point. So the criminal wouldn't turn their gun in. He would go into a grocery store in in Buffalo and try to murder people. I want to be there if I'm there to have the means to defend life and, and live. Just like as a politician, if you write some legislation that somebody doesn't like, they think you. You shouldn't have gave the LGBT their own thing. And they try to kill you. You have the armed security detail to stop that. A person with a gun, Mm -hmm. a woman that's, okay, I'm a guy, I'm in the gym. The chances of me getting sexually assaulted are vastly slimmer, right? And like outside, maybe not in jail, but the chances of that happening to me are vastly slimmer than this young lady. So she doesn't have, get to have a firearm to defend herself. Then when you say, okay. So basically, what is stopping you from moving to a place that has those things already in position? Justin Trudeau is asking for more of it. That's true. Canada's not too far away. Just up up the street from Buffalo. (laughs) Just go ahead. What's stopping you? Mm -hmm. That's freedom too. The freedom to say, I don't want to... That is voluntary. I don't want to associate with the gun owners in America. So I want to go to a place that's more... I don't even have to argue. It's already in place and it's more in alignment with my values. Mm-hmm. Because you hate America a lot of times anyway. So these are all questions that the general public has to become well-versed in. And then when I say general public, I mean the general public that leans more towards respect for human rights to, you know, and the right to defend self. So mm-hmm. We have to genuinely make ourselves soldiers of an articulate nature to ask these questions With no emotion, no argument,
0: and I think the because if you bring it up with an argumentative or an angry way, I think the shields go up right away, and they're not going to listen.
1: And they're not. I don't. I I contend that they don't listen regardless, (laughs) but try to paint you as if you're being aggressive. Ah. mm -hmm. I don't have to. It's just it's. Hey, we're just two people talking. I'm the guy that'll put the glasses on and be like, Hey, you wouldn't hit a guy. I'm non threatened. I'm not, I'm not a threat to you. You're my brother. You're my sister. I disagree with certain points, but let me ask you questions to see if maybe I'm missing something. Let me see where you're coming from. And if I keep asking you questions, you'll start to see how much you don't know. So if I say, if you say, yeah, weapons of war are should be not on our streets. Okay, you use the talking point that I know you heard somewhere, which tells mm-hmm. me you probably know. Ne- First of all, I absolutely can would bet money that you don't know anything about firearms.
0: Yeah. If you what, think what that- What is a weapon of war? Can you define it for me?
1: Yeah. yeah, an AR-15 to a war, you're out of your mind. That's not, it was literally made for civilians as an offshoot of M4s. So, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Which one of these guns is an AR-15? Oh, well, I, 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 yeah, right. You don't even know which one it is. Aren't and they you, all AR-15s? <laughs> right,
0: right.
1: You know, so our job is to just make people ask questions, let them play themselves, because more than the person that you're talking to, it's a lot of people that are on the fence that do, they hear these terms like common sense gun control. Mm-hmm. And that does sound, they don't know that those people are lying when they call it that.
0: Right. They just think, oh, common sense. I I have common sense.
1: Yeah. They just think, man, it should be some sort of safety protocol. And I agree with them. There Mm -hmm. should be safety protests. That's called training. And we should, as gun owners, pick up the mantle of making sure that all of these new gun owners are getting trained. With that being the case, you're not talking to the person that you're that's arguing with you. You're talking to the people that are watching and listening that may not even you may not even know are watching and listening that genuinely in good faith are like, I don't want to step on nobody's toes and their right to self-defense. But at the same time, I feel like, what do we do about these deaths? Right. That person is listening to a rational and calm discussion. And when you by, um, a, you know, by proxy are the person that if that person is wrong, because they sound crazy quite naturally, you're the person that's right. Cause you ha- actually have solutions. But when you start spazzing and I, I don't have time for that. And these yeah. people, they just don't, they, it, it, it first of all, the
0: credibility. If you're just, right. if you start getting angry and you
1: know. the reality is the conversation been done. The Second Amendment is clear. My state, Article 1, Section 21 of the Pennsylvania Constitution says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be questioned. That's my state constitution. Nice. There's no question, the conversation been over. We're, in, we're doing this song and dance, but the answer is there. The codes are out there. People can print firearms. 3D printers exist. Leave me the fuck alone. That's the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. You can make all of the legislation you want. You can't stop me from printing firearms.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can make all of the legislation you want. I carry a gun concealed. If anyone tries to violate my property or private you know, Fourth Amendment rights, I get to shoot them. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, you
0: know. More importantly with the 3D printers, they can't stop the criminals from owning guns,
1: which allegedly
0: is what they're trying to do.
1: And what they're allegedly saying is all of the criminals got the ghost guns, so-called, but seems to me all of the weirdos that's doing the mass shootings, that get all of the mainstream attention. Those guys are purchasing their firearms lawfully. So adding another rule Mm -hmm. is going to do what exactly? Nothing. Criminals don't obey laws. (laughs) It's just what it is. Listen, I'm a good person, and a lot of these unjust so-called laws unconstitutional statutes i don't follow them they are they're unconstitutional therefore illegitimate Mm -hmm. based on the construct of this place and And no one has jurisdiction over me no one no one nothing not the supreme court not my local no one has jurisdiction over my body and my choices at all that is the real deal. to yourself right
0: you're the only person it, and there's, there's a long, long and proud history of that. I mean, Thoreau, Gandhi, when laws are not just anymore, civil disobedience is the it's way a, forward.
1: Right. So damn near it's a prerequisite.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: not, obeying I'm that. not obeying that, man. It doesn't make sense. It's like right turns on red, at red lights. If I look and there's no cars coming, that's a stupid rule. It's a, it's a dumb rule. I understand some intersections are more, you know, risky. traffic. I get it. Cool, but if there's an opportunity for me to go, the light does not. Contr- the light is there to measure, so people have a point of reference when there's people around. Hey, man, you go, then I'll go at this time, and and that's fair. I'm with that.
0: Facilitating but, that,
1: right? But if I'm at the red light and I can see there's no there's no cars coming, I'm going. And it's not the end of the world. It's, it's not a fucking wily Coyote cartoon. Like as soon as I step out there, a train's gonna, (laughs) it's not how it goes. And so we just got to recondition the people's minds to get back to liberty and true freedom in that regard. And I'm not, I'm not saying be reckless. I am not a reckless person. I'm saying be free and be and, and make those decisions. Freedom is not like when people like safety's first, safety is not first, safety is third. First is the thing, whatever the thing is. Second is this thing, I have to mitigate the risk, meaning I have to come up with the best way to be, to cut down the potential damage. Mm -hmm. Then that concept is called safety. Then we do it. Freedom to do a thing, evaluating Mm -hmm. the thing and mitigating the risk and then safety because you came up with the way to mitigate it and now you do it. Safety's third. Freedom is first. And because you within that freedom choose to go like nah I don't fucking want to do that. Like why would I get on a roller coaster? Like I just don't want to. (laughs) I just don't want to. That's not That's an unnecessary. I take airplanes. That is the most unsafe shit ever. Airplanes are not safe. We accept them as somewhat safe. You're on a metal tube 30,000 feet in the air going 400 miles per hour filled with highly flammable jet fuel. And none of us have
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so there's considerable it, risk. It, right, and we just considered the risk and went, how can we mitigate this? How can we make this as safe as possible? The truth of how unsafe it is, and you recognize it, as soon as you go through some rough turbulence on a small plane, yeah. you will quickly understand how unsafe this shit is
0: then it hits you a whole holy crap i could die in like 10 seconds <laughs> and
1: you have no control over it yeah elevators are not safe you're on a cord dangling
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a 100 story building you just put trust in it because then you can't see
0: yeah.
1: then go to then go to Seattle and go to the, the needle restaurant and there's glass where you can look down and see how high you up and see how you're like, your body is like, dude, what the hell is wrong? Why are you this high in the air? Mm-hmm. My point there is we've made a decision to choose to participate in certain things that are safe or unsafe based on our ability to mitigate that risk. Mm-hmm. And owning a firearm is just that I choose to say, I want to have the personal protection if something happens, the same reason why I carry a, a tourniquet and a med kit in my truck or in my book bag. If something happens, I want to be prepared to save and defend life. If I'm in the kitchen or some one of my loved ones, you know, is in the kitchen and they cut themselves with a knife, I want to be able to stop that bleed right then there. I want to have the tools to do it and the skill set to do it. You know, and same thing as a firearm. So We just got to start getting people to communicate the position that way. That's true. And that's far more effective than just arguing because it's my, my right. No, let me tell you why my right has a responsibility associated with it and why I want you to understand the importance of that responsibility to start exercising your right better. If we do that the right way, more people in that middle space that are genuinely good faith listeners are going to be like, nah, that, that makes a lot more sense. And I, I kind of want to go with that. Or they'll go, hey, I make that makes sense. I don't want a gun. But hey, bro, at least <laughs> I'll stop advocating politically for you to not have a gun. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm- yeah,
0: yeah they, they see the point, even if they don't want to do it themselves. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's fantastic. now I, I love what you're doing. I think it's really, really important, especially focusing on... The firearms themselves, because yeah. it, it boils down to what you said: it's property. You know, this is my personal property, and that's that's the key part of being a human: is that you can own things that you've either created or worked to purchase from someone else voluntarily. And if you can't do that anymore, if you can't own property, you don't have anything. You can't even really own yourself because it takes property a home food in order to keep yourself going
1: right this is all a conversation about property rights Mm -hmm. and human rights to defend whatever that property is and that could be something as simple as no I don't want to take an experimental jab no I don't want to cover my face with a mask no Mm -hmm. you can I don't want to
0: yeah and then and then there's the follow-up similar with the guns where people say well, then you're increasing my risk and you're not allowed to do that because you're infringing on me. But again, you've got to ask questions. you got to flip it around. Why should you be able to control me Right. decrease your risk of something?
1: And should I be
0: able to do the same to you?
1: Here is the other thing. I go, I ask that question and then I go, no, I'm not. I'm not increasing your risk. No, I'm not. Because they're going to go to the stat game and say, you increase the chances of da 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 No. You, as the gun owner, which you are not, when you purchase a firearm for your home, that stat is you increase the chances of an accident, whoop-de-whoop-whoop-whoop. But you are anti-gun. So you didn't purchase a firearm. So I am not increasing your risk of anything. I'm not. Nice. You, 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 you don't have a gun. It's, it's, again, it's the same thing with the mask. You're putting me at risk because you're not wearing a mask. We don't even got to get into the fact that those masks don't do anything. We don't even got to go there because they, they'll try to debate you endlessly on that. Mm-hmm. I'll go, okay. D- does your mask work? Yes, it does work. Okay, cool. Then you're good. Cause your mask works. I am not putting you at any risk because your mask works, right? Cool. Yeah. Nothing else to talk about. You know, I don't have to subject myself to this is my bodily autonomy and I don't have to do anything to make you feel better. I'll respectfully say in love and light, hey man, I'm so glad that you have your mask um, and I, it's great that you're taking precautions that you feel necessary for you and I support you in that decision for you. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's my body. My motherfuckers forget my body, my choice real quick when it comes to the gun thing. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that all goes back again to the government itself, giving this illusion that if a politician says something or if most people want something, then it's right. Right. And that's that. And we can Literally, force people to do
1: it. Well, everybody wants it, so it got to go this way. Number one, your parents told you this is a lifelong lesson. Well, if everybody was jumping off a cliff, would you do it? Fuck no, I wouldn't. Cool. Same thing here. That's one. And two, so they don't see that contradiction. And two, Mm. here's a huge indication of how many people were just compliant with this mask thing and didn't actually want to do it. The airport. When it was mandated, everybody, I got kicked off of so many airplanes, right, for not wearing a mask. But when... Well, I got kicked off of not wearing a mask or off of airplanes for more than just not wearing a mask too. at a certain <laughs> points. But nonetheless, <laughs> when it wasn't man so-called mandated, there was never a law. It was a mandate, yeah. right? When that happened, the vast majority of people in the airport now don't have masks. No. yeah. Which means the general public didn't want to do it. They were just being, they were the middle ground people that believed and just wanted to follow whatever the rule was. Yeah.
0: They didn't, they didn't
1: get work. They were just doing it because they were told to. Right. Which means if the general public really wanted this thing voluntarily at the fucking airport, people would just have masks on. They would do it. Yeah. Because they like, man, this COVID shit is crazy. But that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. And we, th- my job, my job is the, the, the primary solutionary. My job is not just about teaching people about firearms and stuff like that. My job is to realign the perception of our country. It's just questions. I just need you to, I'm just going to, if you want to, if we have a conversation, if you listen to this video, I'm just going to ask questions. Um, My job is to make you think differently. My job is to just for a second, in good faith, because I'm not going to attack you. It's not my thing. Look at this a little bit from this angle. I used to say this example to people how some, some psychological um, operations are happening to us all the time, right? They, they tell us that our body is dirty. They tell us that, you know, certain things are horrible. And I would give this example a lot of times. I would say everyone has pretty much, unless you don't produce saliva, you have saliva in your mouth right now as we're talking. And everybody goes, Yeah, yes, yeah, saliva. And do you just let saliva every 10 minutes do you spit saliva out? Everybody's like, no, you just, you know, it's there and you swallow and you chew food and it helps you with digestion and all of that. I said, psychologically, even saliva, if you told someone, hey, your own spit that's in your mouth right now, spit it into a cup and then put it back in your mouth, their mind would go, ugh. Mm-hmm but it's the same saliva that you've been sipping all day. It's the same saliva that helps you digest your food, that helps the enzymes, that secretes from your body, that helps you eat and live. It's the same exact saliva. It's supposed to go down there. It's supposed to. Now, if you say, well, it's different because it was was in the air. Your mouth is open as you're telling me this. (laughs) Psychologically. There are things presented to us to tell us to think of the thing a certain way, and it's not a certain thing. We say, ugh, I would never, I would never, but you kiss your mate with your tongue, mm-hmm. so you exchange bodily fluids, the same saliva that both of y'all just said was the most ugh thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, am I advocating that people should walk around drinking, it, like, putting it in cups? No, <laughs> what I'm saying is, psychologically, there are things that have been taught to you that my job is to step back and just step back with me and just let me share something with you that you may look at it a little bit differently. The world can exist where people can be completely armed and super peaceful. The human condition can get to, man, we collectively just don't want to do this. We don't want to have war. It can get there. The libertarian movement is a um, great vehicle to assist the human condition and going in that direction. Simple phrases, don't hurt people, don't take their stuff. It's not hard. When you think about it, if taking something that is not yours, that you did not participate in creating is wrong and it's theft, then that's what taxation is. They took it out your check and didn't even ask you. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. Um, Having a monopoly of force by the state is not okay. You as a human, Deserve the same means to defend yourself from all enemies, foreign and domestic. You have that human right. It's not groundbreaking information. These are, like you said, uh, Thoreau, Thomas Paine, mm-hmm. George Adams, excuse me, uh, uh, George Mason, Samuel Adams. Mm-hmm. You know Malcolm X, uh, Franz Fanon. I mean, this this the world is littered with guys and women. We ain't even get into the anarchists. <laughs> so like, yeah. sooner, we, like, you know what I'm saying? like,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a matter of, of knowing, like you said, of thinking about it in a different way besides what public school and the media has programmed people to think.
1: Yep, and it's that simple. And that's what my job is. I'm a point guard. I just show people the right direction. You know what I'm saying? So it. anyway, uh, I think that's, that's fantastic, a cool Maj. <laughs> Now, thank you so
0: much, so much for coming on and for talking about all this great stuff with us. Do you have anything to plug uh, before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, man, everybody go support the work, man. All of the classes are free. Go donate. Uh, We got like maybe $380,000 left to raise. Um, Gibsongo.com forward slash solutionary. Um, That's for the classes. That's to buy the building outright. That's to keep the classes going, uh, you know, across the country too, free to all as well as all of the other classes that the skill sets that I mentioned. Um, also, buy some merch, man. BlackGunsMatterShop.com. Go get a Solutionary tank top. Um, go to the website, register for the classes, SolutionaryLifestyle.org. And if you're going through something, man, if something that you heard today resonates with you, email me, especially if you're going through something mentally suicidal, depressed, all of that. Send me your phone number. My email is SolutionaryLifestyle at gmail.com. I, I don't know you, but I care for you. And I'd rather talk to you and hear through about your bullshit than read your obituary. So yeah, man. That's how people can contact. Oh, follow me on Instagram. Instagram keeps taking my pages. I was at a hundred thousand and
0: they um my
1: Instagram, Big Daddy Two Ray, B-I-G-D-A-D-D-Y-T-O-U-R-E. And that's about it.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. I'll get the links and I'll put them up in the description when I get this out.
1: All right, man. Tag me in it and I'll repost it away.
0: Will do. Thanks All so right, much.
1: All right, peace. Thank you
0: so much for watching this video. If you like what we do here, please like, share, subscribe, comment, and go over to our website where you can offer donations, request help, help us help people who are in need voluntarily. And we'll see you next time.